0: So to use the broad on the campaign. Thank you very, very much. Um, okay, we will all be um, starting the shiorim regarding kriyachma. Um, and today's topic, uh, today's year, we will mainly focus on the question of is kriyachma the oraita or the rabanan? Now, that seems quite strange. We all, I think, assume it is uh, d'oraita, But as we'll see, it is not so simple. And there might be a few halachic ramifications regarding this topic. So let's begin. And if we, Be'ez Hashem, if we have time, then we'll get onto the next topic. And that is what kavanah, what intention is needed in order to fulfill one's obligation? So those are the real two uh, questions. Uh, two questions that we have for today's years. So let's begin. Um, the psukim of Kriyachma say in Tvarim Vayuadvarim Ma Asher Alohima Sabakha Hayom Al-Levecha. And these words which I command, me, command you this day, will be upon your heart. You shall teach them to your children and recite them when you are sitting at home and when you are on your way on the, on your, on the road, when you lie down and when you wake up. So what do we learn from these psukim? Now, the, let, we, we're going to look at how the Tanaim understood these psukim and what one can derive from it. And then we'll see that, that actually it's not so simple because there seems to be contradictory opinions from other sugyot. So let's see the first sugya, famous sugya in, in uh, Mishnah in Brachot, the first chapter. omriim ba'erev koladam yitu that in the time, when we say kriyachma, we actually have to lie down. And in the morning, we have to stand up. The Torah tells us that when we, we, we recited lying down and standing up. They saying no, you can, if you are sitting, you can read it sitting. If you're standing, you can read it standing. If you're lying, you can read it down lying. What does it mean lying down and standing up? The time when people go to sleep and and the time when people wake up, meaning according to Beit Hillel, it's not describing how one physically lies. It's more describing the time period when people go to sleep and when people wake up. What do we learn from this Mishnah? Both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai seem to understand pretty much as a given that these psukim are referring to the mitzvah of Kriyachma. The only question is, is the mitzvah to say Kriyachma is or the psukim hinting to the way in which I should recite it, lying down, standing up, or the time when I should recite it, in the morning and in the evening. But both Beit Hillel and Beit Shammai seem to understand as a given that these psukim are referring to the mitzvah d'oraita of kriyashma. If that is the case, it seems that both Betila and right, that understand that the mitzvah of kriyashma is mid right. Let's continue. Another source in the Gemara in The Gemara in says where there's a discussion in the Gemara, in the, uh, amongst the Tanaim, whether one can recite Kriyat Shema in any language or does it specifically have to be recited in Lashon HaKodesh, in Hebrew. So Kriyat Shema So here we jump in in the middle of the sugya, and here the Gemara says, how do I know that it can be recited in any language? Dichtiv Shema Yisrael b'chol Lashon, shomea. Since the Torah says Shema Yisrael, Hear O Israel, meaning however you can hear and understand that is how you should recite Shema. Then the Gemara quotes a brighter, Taner Tiberi Rebbe. says that Kriyashma has to be recited the way it's written, meaning in Hebrew. Chachamim any language that you can understand, you can recite Kriyashma. My time at the Rebbe, why did Rebbe understand his opinion? Amakra v'hayu. The Pasuk says, Bayu Advarim, the word Bahayu means Bahaviatan. It has to be in the format that it is right now, meaning in the classic Hebrew that we know. What's the reason behind the rabbis? The Torah tells us here, meaning understand. You have to recite it in a language that you can understand. So here again, from the Gemara over here, this Brighter, it seems that both Rebbe and the Chachamim are trying to derive from the Pesukim how one recites Kriya Now, if you're, you're deriving these Halachot from the Psukim themselves, it's it, 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 it logical to assume that both Chachamim over here and Rebbe understood that the Mitzvah of Kriyashma Shema is Midoraita. And that's why they are learning all the halachot of Kriyat shema from the psukim, Bahayu, or b'shma, etc. So up until now, it seems like all of the sources that we've seen at this, until this point, is actually a mitzvah do'oraita to recite Kriyat shema. Where does it get a bit complicated? And here we find a sugya in the sechet brachot haf alef. Amar Rabbi Yudah now if you notice, uh, the Amar Shmuel is in brackets, is in parentheses, and according to some opinions, uh, that might be, have ramifications. But we're going to read it as if there are no parentheses, and we're going to say, Amar Rabbi Amar Shmuel. So Shmuel is the author of the statement. Safek kara lo kara. The person is, is not, doesn't remember whether he recited kriyachma or not. Eino hozerva kore. He does not re- go back and recite it again. But if he can't remember whether he recited the bracha of emet he returns and says it. My timer, kriya kshma derabanan, Kriya is rabbinical. emet the writer. But the bracha of emet that is Doraita. That's got Schirat uh, Yitzhak Mitzrayim, etc. That's Doraita. Unbelievable. Shmuel is telling us that according to him, the mitzvah of Shema is, is rabbinic. And therefore, if it's a Safik Dorabanan, you don't have to turn and recite it because we have a cloud, we have a rule. Safik and Lakula. Rav Yosef. Rav Yosef says, What are you talking about, Shmuel? uva Kumecha." The Torah says it has to be, it has to be recited implying Kriyat in the morning and in the evening. Amar le'abaye, Zabaya answers in the opinion of Shmuel, ha'hu Torah Their obligation to recite it, what is it, in the morning and in the evening, explains Zabaya is the general obligation to learn Torah in the morning and in the evening. And therefore, all the psukim that we thought was referring to the mitzvah of Kriyachma, Abayah is telling us, no, that's referring to the obligation of Talmud Torah. And that seems to be how Shmuel understood the psukim. Now let's continue this Gemara and then we'll summarize. Rabbi Liza says, if he's in doubt, whether he should recite, whether he recited Kriya or not, he has to return and recite it. If you've got a doubt whether you've davened or not, one does not return and recite it. Now, the easiest way to understand Rabbi Lazar, why is it that if I've got a doubt whether I recite Kriyachma or not, I have to repeat it? He doesn't say it explicitly, but it's arguably it's it's, it's, uh, it's it, it follows that obviously Rabbi Lazar holds Kriyachma is from the Torah. And therefore Kriyachma, if you don't have a suffix, you have to repeat it. But Shmona Yisrael, Tefillah, according to everyone, is Lichorah mid-Rabbanan. At least the, the, the structure of the Tefillah that we have, we'll discuss that in the next Shurim. You don't return and recite it. So from the Gemara in Brachot, it comes out. That whether kriyat Shema is a mitzvah, midoraito, midrabanan Midorabbanan is actually a safek. is actually a machloket between Shmuel and Rabbi Shmuel holds its midrabanan, and Rabbi Lazar, even though he didn't say it explicitly, implies that it's Doraita. And this is how Rashi explains Rabbi Rabbalazar, Rashi says a Mephurash. the correct Shema, why does Rabbi Lazar say, if you're not sure, you have to repeat Kriyatchma, Kasava Doraita? Because Rabbi Lazar obviously holds, says Rashi, that Kriyachma is, is midoraita. The reason why I'm just highlighting that it's obvious and it's implied, and but it was not stated explicitly by Rabbi Lazar, is because there is a Toswat Rabbi Yudah Hasid. That wants to argue that Rabbi Lazar doesn't hold that it's to, that it's I there is a Tosafot Rabbi Yudah that argues with Rashi, and he has a different reason why, according to Rabbi Lazar, you have to repeat it, but not because it's a din orator. But as I said, the simplest reading of the suga, as Rashi explains, is that this is really a machloket between Rabbi Lazar and Shmuel. According to Shmuel, it's me According to Rabbi Lazar, it is Toraita. Two things we have to figure out here. According to Shmuel, it's only the Rabbanan. How does he explain the mission that we saw earlier on where Beitila and Beit are arguing how to recite Kriya and they learn from Psukim? Meaning, as we said, we started the Shiro saying it was evident that according to the Mishnah, both Beitila and Beit thought it was Doraita. Secondly, also Rebbe and Chachamim. That argument also implied that both of them were Doraita. So according to Shmuel, what's he going to do with all these Tanaim? How, how, how does Shmuel reconcile his opinion with all the Tanaim? That's question number one. Question number two that we have to clarify is assuming it's a machloka between Shmuel and Rabbi Lazar. In the world of Psaq, there are certain rules. Who are we Paschen like? Now, Rabbi Lazar is the Talmud of Shmuel. So whenever you have a Talmud, Shmuel versus his Talmud, the, 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 the rabbi always trumps the Talmud. There's general ruling in Psaq in, in the Gemara. So we would expect that if we have a machloket between Shmuel, and Rabbi Lazar. Forget all the other sources and the difficulty that we have with Shmuel's opinion. But if we just took the Gemara that we've just read in Brachot HaFalah, machloket between Shmuel versus Rabbi Lazar, in that case, we generally would like Shmuel. So those are the two things we have to figure out. How does Shmuel reconcile his opinion with all the other opinions? And assuming we've, we've figured that out, how do we paskin when it comes to Shmuel versus Rabbi Lazar, who seems to be his Talmud? Okay. So let, let's move on in the sources. The Rishon that really Can, can, I, uh, just ask a, can I just ask a question? I'm not very really clear. There is the mitzvah. When does the rabbanan or to say Kriyat Shema? Do we say a bracha as such, a mitzvah Kriyat Shema, or are the introductions to the Kriyat Shema considered themselves to be abracha for the for saying of Kriyat so if it's not a, if we don't say a bracha it, then there's no reason why not to repeat it because then there's no question of bracha levatalah And if it's just limut Torah, then you know, you can learn Torah as many times you want and you can repeat it as many times as you want. So why not just say, let's just repeat it and forget it. But, but according to this, we, we would say like this, uh, you, you, Dr. Zuckerbrot, if if I understand correctly, your question is like this. If it's not a bracha lavatala, why didn't Chazal say, what do you have to lose? Go back and repeat it, okay? We, you could say that about many mitzvot the that there's no bracha, and nevertheless, Chazal did not obligate us to go back and repeat it. Even though no one, there's no down, there's no downside, but that's not, Chazal are not necessarily looking at if it's a, there's a downside or not. They saying, do you have an obligation to go back and repeat it? The rule is, if it's a suffector abandon, even if it's not a problem of a brachala talah, you don't have to repeat it, right? You don't have to go back and do it. So it's, it's should you go back, you want to do midat chasidut, you wanna you wanna you wanna learn more Torah, that's a different cheshbon. Here, Khazal are trying to work out what is the specific obligation. You know, in in, in, in the world of chazal, they're more focused on. Is there an obligation? It's not an obligation. Afterwards, if you want to work out what you should do for your spiritual growth, in terms of you want to do a that, that's something something else. So so let's let's so I hear the question and we actually got to deal with it because the, the Rishonim are going to deal with the brocha. We're going to get to that. It's going to be part of the part of the uh, ramifications that we'll see in a moment. But Tosvot says Taima. Tosvot doesn't understand what's going on. He explains. He summarises our question very nicely. He says, "The Hacham again in the Gemara in Sota, Bain Bain Rabbi both according to Rabbi Judah and according to the Chachamim, it the Doraita implies that Kriyashma is from the Torah." And another sugya that we didn't bring down: a person who recited Kriyashma, but he didn't recite to the point that his ears can hear. There also they learn from psukim, whether you fulfill your obligation or not. The the brachot and the argument between bait, 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 shamai, where the area of kaladam let's just skip. He says, go to the last line over here, the last line in the source. Alma, the the That these psukim, both according to bait Hilah and according to Bait shama, are referring to the mitzvah of and furthermore, he says, Perik misha meitu." But then we get to the Gemara in Brachot. My timer. What's the reasoning? Kriyat So Tosfos says, "I don't understand. All the sources that we've seen in the Tanaim all seem to imply that the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema is min Torah. Comes along Shmuel, who's an Amora. And all of a sudden, he says, It's Midrabanan. How does Shmuel reconcile himself with all those other sukkhas? And then Toswat says, It is very forced to proclaim that all Beitilo and Beit Shammai, their arguments, when they were deriving it from the psukim, and also Rabbi and the Chachamin, when they were deriving their opinions from the psukim, it was all an asmachta. It was just. Some type of rabbinic, uh, uh, um, uh, you know, they wanted to attach it, but really their opinions are all Midra Banan, and it just they were quoting Sukim just to strengthen their arguments. Says Toswah, that doesn't make sense. It, it, it doesn't seem to adjudge with the natural flow of how to the the Da'en de- Shitata Gemara, he says, it's not the way the Gemara works. If it was just an Asmachta, why would the brighters be deriving from every single word some other halacha? That's not the way the Gemara treats the Asmachta. When the Gemara treats an Asmachta, it doesn't focus on every single word. So that's Toswat's question on the opinion of Shmuel, and he doesn't have an answer. So now the question is, he doesn't have an answer. So how does Tosvot pasken? Here, Tosvot leaves us hanging in Mesekat Prachot, where he doesn't, doesn't clarify. But in Mesekhit Menachot, Tosvot gives us his opinion. Let's read the opinion in Menachot, the Gemara. The Gemara in Menachot Mem Gimel says, Uri temoto quoting the third paragraph of Priyma, Ra' Mitzvazo, I referring to the tzitzit see this mitzvah, the mitzvah of Tzitzit, and remember another mitzvah, that's referring to the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema. Because we know the same time to fulfill the mitzvah of Tzitzit is the same time when one can fulfill the mitzvah of Kriyat shmah, and that is mishiakir when one can distinguish between Tzitzit and laban. What do we see from this Gemara? The Gemara seems to imply Re'ez see this one mitzvah and and be reminded of another mitzvah. It seems that it's all Doraita. Look at Tosvot. asmachta This is a mere support. The derabanan. Wow. Tosvot says. Hear this? Tosvot says, Kriyat Shema, he passed, Tosvot, Balea Tosvot, Paskenak Shmuel. Halacha follows Shmuel. Why does Halacha follow Shmuel? Because Lichora, when you have a machloket between Shmuel and his Talmud, Rabbi Lazar, the Halacha follows Shmuel. Now, Tosvot says, hold on a second, but it goes against all different other sugyes. And we didn't give an answer. But in terms of Halacha Lamaise, it sounds like Tosvot's Paskening that Kriyat Shema is mid Now let's read Rabbinu Yona. Rabbeinu Yona says as follows: Amarab Yudama Shmuel, quoting the opinion of Shmuel, Safekara, Kriyatchma, Safek Lokara, Enochhozeba Kore, the Svira Lela Shmuel, the Kriatchma the Rabbanan, Shmuel holds a Kriyatchma is only rabbinic. Even though the Torah says you shall recite it when you lie down and when you wake up, Sviraila Shmuel. Shmuel understands, The Torah wasn't saying you have to specifically recite Kriyat shmuel. There's a mitzvah to read something, some type part of Torah in the morning and in the evening. You want to read parasha, Kriyat shmuel, great. You want to read something else. From the Torah, you fulfill your obligation. Chazal, according to Shmuel, Chazal instituted that which paragraph should you fulfill your mitzvah of reading Torah in the morning and in the evening, every night? These are the paragraphs of Shema. But the mitzvah in and of itself is is not of of reciting this paragraph of Kriyat is not right according to Shmuel. And this paragraph is only rabbinic. And this paragraph is only rabbinic. And therefore, according to this, if you have already, if you've got a question whether you've recited it or not, you do not, you're not obligated to go back and recite it. Again, it's not a din of brachalavatala. It's a din of as soon as it's a suffix derabbanan. Chazal, don't say that you're obligated to go back. You want to go back? Fantastic. Go back. Do it. Are you obligated to? Says Toswat. Says Rabbeinu Yonah, it seems, at least uh, Rabbeinu Yonah is explaining, no, you don't have to go back because it's only mid Now, the Khatam Sofer clarifies the opinion of Rabbeinu Yonah. It's, it's clarified from this opinion that the Svirulayn Shmuel, Nami Dorait, and Don't think that Shmuel, says the Chatham Sofer, don't think that according to Shmuel, there's no mitzvah at all to read anything. There is a mitzvah from the Torah to read in the morning and in the evening. The only question is, what do you have to read? Whatever you read, you fulfill your obligation. And then the rabbis came, the kavu, gimel and they said, we have to read these three specific paragraphs. And therefore, the suffix, if you have a suffix, whether you've read it or not, you can be lenient. But here the Khatam Sofer adds something very, very uh, poignant. Uvil vachekfar kara od kara. Meaning if I've read something, I I was, I was doing Shnay Mikra, right? Um, and I read it at night, I was dumb, I was reading Parashat Shmot, right? Then, I've now got a suffix where I've recited Kriyach since according to Rabbeinu Yonah, if I'm passing like Shmuel, I fulfilled my Torah obligation of reciting some part of Torah at night, I don't have to go back and recite it, but that's on condition that I've, I've recited some part of the Torah, if a person's just, you know, sitting on the beach, comes uh, Kriyach and he hasn't learned anything, he hasn't done anything, then of course he has to recite uh, Safak, He has to recite it because he hasn't fulfilled his Torah obligation. Okay, or weelvad shekfar kara, or oddi kav pasuk echar Torah, or you can even in the future recite something from the Torah. And this is the opinion of the Khatam Zupir's understanding of Shmuel. Shuv here ani shezachiti lechaben bezedat hashargesarim. And this is the opinion of Shagas Arya's understanding of Shmuel um, in the Gemara. Okay. So to summarize, according to Shmuel, Kriya is only midrabanan. Again, assuming you've read something from the Torah at night and in the morning. Tosvot seems to pass in like Shmuel, but we'll see that Tosvot is the minority opinion, as we see, the rif in Sefer, uh, in Masechet Brachot tells us, mm-hmm. we don't pass on Shmuel, the Kaimalan Kriyat because we follow that uh, that Shmah is from the Torah. Now the rift doesn't really explain, but the reason behind it, arguably, is because so many of the other sources that we saw seem to conflict with the opinion of Shmuel. So, general, we have an opinion when you have Shmuel versus Rabbi Lazar, his Talmid, halakha to Shmuel. But since we had all these other suges that, that flew in the face of the opinion of Shmuel, so um, we, it says, if we don't pass it on Shmuel, how does the Rambam pass it? Mitzvah likro b'chol yom says the Rambam in Hilchot for mitzvot. the 10th Mitzvah is to recite kshma, in the morning and in the evening. And we've already established this mitzvah in the Brachot, and there hit by air shekriachma the So says the Rambam, and it it's clear from the Gemara that Kriachma is Minatora. He, again, not trying to resolve how Shmuel put it up, put, you know his opinion with all the other uh, um, sources that we saw before. But the bottom line is the Rith and the Rambam, both Paskin, the Kriyat Shema is Minatora. How does the Shulchan Aruch pass Paskin? So where are we going to find how he Paskins? Regarding a safek? Says the Shulchan Aruch in Orachaim Samech Zayin Amodalev, Safeik Im Kara Kriyat Shema. If a person has a doubt whether one has recited Kriyat Shema, you repeat Kriyat and not only do you repeat Kriyashma, but you also recite the brachot in front of it and after it. But if one has knows that one recited Kriyat but the only doubt is regarding the brachot. Then Enoch Then he doesn't repeat the Brachot. So the Shulchan Aruch seems to be Paschalik. You've got a suffix whether you recited Shema or not, you have to return and recite it. Why? The simplest explanation is because the Shulchan Aruch is passing like the Rif and the Rambam that Kriyachma is Doraita. The Chidush of the Shulchan Aruch, by the way is that if you've got a doubt regarding Kriyat Shema, you also go back and repeat the brachot. One could have thought, and we'll discuss this in a moment, one could have thought, hold on a second, regarding the din of Kriyat Shema, Suffolk Doraita, again, according to the Riff and the Rambam, and the Shulchan Aruch, Safek Doraita Lechumra, so I've got to go back and repeat it. Regarding the brachot, that's clearly mid so Safek rabanan lekula. Shulchan Aruch doesn't pass him like that, and we'll see now, later, like the truth of the Rashba. Why doesn't pass him like that? Okay, but I'm just highlighting that point. Explains the Mishnah Bura. the Kaimalan that the kriyachma is from the Torah. That Paso, where we saw, according to Shmuel and Abay, was referring to the mitzvah in general of Talmud Torah. Kai aparasha zo gufa. According to the Rif and the Rambam and the Shulchan Aruch, is referring to the specific paragraph of Kriyachma that one has to recite at the time of going to sleep and the time of waking up. Im Im krawla, Just like any Suffolk mitzvah or yeah. Now, the Kesef Mishta writes as follows. The halacha does not follow shmuel. The hammer kriyashma de rabana. The kaimalan kriyashma doraita. Because we pass in our like kriyashma is doraita. Now, the question is, and this is the difficulty, why do we pass in against shmuel? The halacha is that generally we pass in our kriyashma. Venireli says the case of Mishma. I think that the reason why the reef and the rambam in the majority of Rishonim Paskant, again, Shmuel. The navkele medaeh kechan, kama brightot the dayne kriyat shmah Since we have found so many brightot and mishnayot, Tanaitic sources, that learn out the halachot of kriyat shmah from the psukim, the raayot gmurot ninu, that it seems that they're not as smachtas, and therefore they are proper derivations. L'shmuel nitsarek lomar da smachtotem, here, the of Mishnah answers what Shmuel is going to do with all these sources. That's an Asmachda. What wasn't happy to say in the name of Shmuel, he says, Doha, Kachel, say that everything's an Asmachda. According to the of Mishnah, he says, that, Well, that's the only answer I can give for the opinion of Shmuel. But we don't pass it like Shmuel because it flies in the face of so many other Sugyot. Now, the Shagasariyeh. He's trying to tries to figure out the opinion of why we don't pasken like Shmuel right so he says like this why we didn't follow the opinion of Shmuel by the way there is a very simple answer why we don't follow Shmuel and that is if you remember in the source in the Gemara, there were parentheses it says and then the name of Shmuel was in parentheses right now, the question is, if it's in the name of Shmuel against his Talmud, Rabbi Lazar, so we have a problem because Shmuel versus Rabbi Lazar, we generally pass in like Shmuel. And here all the Rishonim say the Halacha doesn't follow Shmuel. But there seems to be that there was a Girsa that it wasn't in the name of Shmuel, it was in the name of Rabbi Yudah. Now Rabbi Yudah was a Talmud of Shmuel, but so was Rabbi Lazar, a Talmud of Shmuel. We do not have a clear rule that Rabbi Yudha, Rabbi Lazar, Halachic Rabbi Yudha. we don't have that. We do have a cloud that when you have a Talmud and the Rav, we generally follow the Pesach of the Rav. So if we were to go with the Girsah that didn't have Shmuel in the Gemara, we really don't have a Kasha Bichlal because we pass it like Rabbi Lazar against Rabbi Yudha. Okay, but. That's not how the Geirsa, according to most Rishonim, was. Um, so, and and so we have to work out why do we not pass like Shmuel? And he says the 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 other Rabbah mitzarasvorai yanire the Kaimelanker Shmuel the Gabba Rabbeinu Azar. The logic dictates that we should pass like Shmuel when he argues with Rabbeinu Azar. The Avikat the leGaver Shmuel because Rabbeinu Azar was his Talmid. Kedemuchabershatz beKamaduchtei as we've proven in many places. Ver Rabbi Yochanan the pali galay the Rabbi Lazar and if you want to say well Rabbi Yochanan even Rabbi Yochanan who does argue with Rabbi Lazar hatam v'amar alavai shi'palel adam kolayom kulah and says alavai person should daven the whole day that's regarding the din of tefila Mikoma akom be kriat Shmuel galadai tekman sviralei so if we don't know who he passes like so and we know that Shmuel argues with Rabbi Lazar. Arguably, we should pass it like Shmuel. And <coughs> the Kesef Mishnah writes that what Shmuel flies in the face against all these thoughts. says the Shargesaria. What kind of what kind of answer is that? Ain ta. says this about the Kesef Mishnah. He says answer doesn't doesn't make sense. Why not? V'chinit chadchem yoter mishmuel. What, does the Kesef Mishnah know the Brightot better than Shmuel? Meaning, Shmuel obviously knew these sources of the Tanaim as well. So you cannot say that the reason why we pass it against Shmuel is because Shmuel's going against all these Braithers. Shmuel also knew the Tanaim, the sources. So why did Shmuel say so? It cannot mean that Shmuel didn't know those opinions. That's a doha the Vada Yadai call hani Breitot, Aval the Riyata, Postum, the him the and basically he wants to say as follows it's, it, we're running out of time so i won't go into this uh, shagarsarie but he basically wants to prove that rav argues with shmuel and whenever you have a machloket between rav and shmuel halacha follows rav Unless it's Dinei Mamonot. If it's Dinei Mamonot, we pass like Shmuel. But in, in, in Hilchot or that we're, we're discussing now, in Isavaheter, Allah follows Rab. So basically, uh, uh, what, uh, what uh, the Shagasariah wants to say is the reason why we pass against again, Shmuel, is not because we have all these brighters that Shmuel didn't know about. Shmuel knew about the brighters, and he had an understanding of those brighters. We pasken against will because Rav Paskin's uh, that way, and that's uh, that's the, the uh, Drosha, uh, the derivation of, of the shagasari I didn't see it so clearly in his derivation, I think it still lends a bit, it's, it's not so clear his proof, but let's move on, because we'll take a, a good few minutes just to try and explain his proof, so let's move on to the next part, which is, is very critical, assuming that there is a Torah obligation, as we said, the majority of Poskim other than Tosvot, pasken that Kriyachma is Doraita. What part of Kriyachma is Doraita? And we'll see that there are basically four different Shitot in the Rishonim. And this is going to be very interesting. The opinion of the Rashba, brought down in his response in Chelek Aleph, uh, Simani, Shin Khaf. Response to that, 320 says as follows. Someone, the questioner was questioning the psak of the Rambam. The Rambam writes in the second paragraph, in the second chapter of Yilchot Kriyashma, Safekara Kriyachma, Safek Lokara, Kore The Rambam Paskins that if we if a person's not sure whether he recited Kriyasma or not. Not only does he recite Kriyat shema, but he also has to recite the Brachot. The question now, asking the Rashba says, what's going on over here? The Brachot are a The Suffolk the Rabbon and the Varek, What's going on over here? It's a Suffolk Brachot Laakel. So how could the Rambam, even though the Rambam, that Kriyat Shema is Midoraita, everyone agrees that The brachot of Kriyashma amid the Rabbanan. So why repeat the brachot? Now, the the Rashba is going to give an answer to the question. But we are using this response uh, to figure out another opinion. And that is, what is the opinion of the Rashba in terms of how much one has to read? So first, let's read the Rashba's answer, and then we'll see what he says regarding the answer against the Rabban. We saw this was opinion that in Rablaza's opinion, if you have a doubt whether you recite or not, you have to repeat it. And the fact that he says, you know, you have to repeat it. As it implies that you have to recite all three paragraphs. Even though, says the Rashba, that the only the first Pasuk of Kriyachma is actually from the Torah. Says the Rashba, even though the first Pasuk is only Doraita and the other three paragraphs, we do not say, the Rambam didn't paskin, just recite the first Pasuk and the other three paragraphs, and the rest of the paragraphs, Suffolk, Durabanan, Rabbanan The Rambam didn't paskin like that, right? Seemingly, it's not dependent on a Rabbanan or Doraita. Meaning, and now he explains, the time of the Milta, and the reason is as follows the Koshu li Krot, if I have an obligation to repeat the mitzvah because it's a Suffolk Doraita, You have to recite it the way the rabbis instituted it in its correct formulation. He thinks that he heard this understanding from Rabbeinu Yonah, that's his rabbi. And it's not good enough to recite the first passage. Now he says, so let's answer the question, the question. And because of Haskamazo, right, that's why the, the Rav, Rav the Rambam also included the brachot, meaning, let's just summarize the opinion of the Rash. Clearly from the Rashba, his own opinion is that only the first pasuk is from the Torah. Everything else is mid But then he gives a reason why you repeat the brachot. He says because there is a general rule. If the obligation is to repeat, and that obligation stems from the fact that it's a or writer, now that you are repeating it, you have to repeat it the way the sages gave that formulation. And since that formulation of Kriyachma is three bracho, is three paragraphs, and the formulation is to say a bracha before and after, so the whole package deal, you have to repeat. This is the opinion of the Rashba. Where do we see this also in halacha? Safek, so you're not sure if you, you did Birkatamazon. Now, Birkatamazon is one of the few brachot that everyone agrees is Midoraita. The other one, which is not so agreed upon, is the torah. Now, so Birkat HaMazon is from the Torah. Now, everyone agrees that the fourth bracha of HaTov HaMetiv is rabbinical. So let's say a person forgot to say retzai, he's on a Shabbat meal, he forgot to say retzai. So the din is you have to recite Kriyachma. So do I recite, or he's not sure whether he recited the Birkat HaMazon, the din is you have to repeat. Great, if I repeat it, to us, to say Baruch Adonai Hashem, Boneh Baruch Amen, and stop over there, because the, the the continuation, the fourth bracha, according to everyone, is rabbinical, and the poskim say no. The poskim say if you have to repeat Birkat Hamazon, you do the whole Gansa story, including the fourth bracha, even though theoretically it's a Safek bracha of Atala, since this was the formulation of how Chazal instituted Birkat and your chilv, to repeat, stems from a suffix, dooraita, you get the whole package. That is how the rash is passpending over here as well. For our purposes, though, what is critical is that we see that the rash held, that only the first pasuk is Minatorah. Now, we have another opinion, and this opinion is based on a Gemara in Masechet Brachot. Now this the is basically discussing whether workers, you know, they're, ready, they're, 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 they're um, climbing up trees, you know, they were tree cutters. I don't know what the correct English uh, phrase for that is, the tree choppers, whatever. So the question is, are they allowed to recite Kriyat Shema during their work or not? So this is the discussion. And so we jump into the discussion of the Gemara says, "Rami Mari Brahda the Rabbah. So the 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 Rav Mari, who was the daughter of this um, the grandchild of Shmuel, right? Asked Rabba the following kasha. The Mishnah tells me that the workers are allowed to recite at the top of the trees. It seems from this that, you know, if you're in the, on the top of a tree, you obviously can't have intention. Also, I mean, you have to have intention. Just as over there, it seems that you need to have intention, so over here. So didn't have an answer. You have yourself an answer? Amar lay, Rav Mari says, This is the answer that Rav Shesheh gives. No, they do have intention. How do you have intention? They stop their work. They stop their work, even though they're on top of the tree trunks. And they recite Kriya with the correct intention. It says that, says, no, they carry on working. So don't tell me they stopped working. The first paragraph, they were allowed to stop in order, seems to have intention. And the second paragraph, they carried on their work, seemingly because the intention wasn't critical. Now, the riff, and we will first read the riff, and then we'll see how Rabbein Yonah uh, uh, derives something from the riff, and he says as follows. Rabbi Yochanan held that you have to have intention for the entire first paragraph. Next year, we'll discuss more what this intention is. For our purposes, let's just call it the word intention, okay, to fulfill the mitzvah. So ne- next year, we will discuss what exactly is the intention referred refer to. But here says according to Rabbi Yochanan, you need intention for the entire first paragraph. But Rabbi, so, but according to Rava, why did the Gemara say that he that you can stop? You have to stop working the whole first paragraph. According to Rava, you don't need intention for the first paragraph. You just need intention for the first puzzle. So why stop working? Love me from the Rather than say that you have to stop working the entire paragraph, uh, um, you have to stop working the entire paragraph because intention is critical for the entire paragraph. It shouldn't be viewed as like temporary, that you're starting it in, an, in a haphazard manner. Okay? Um, now let's read Rabbeinu Yonah. What are the Riff answers? The Riff answer that according to Rava, the reason why they had to stop working the first paragraph was that it shouldn't be looking that you're reading it in a haphazard manner. But not that you need kavana. Just that it shouldn't be like you in the first paragraph. Okay. So it shouldn't be viewed as if you're reading it in a temporary haphazard manner. That's why they have to stop working the first paragraph. Shamina, we can learn from this opinion of the rift. that from the first paragraph onwards, from the first paragraph onwards, i.e. second paragraph, third paragraph, are only rabbinical. Because if the second paragraph was also from the Torah, We should also be worried that people shouldn't say it in a haphazard manner. The fact that the Gemara says that there's a distinction between the first paragraph and the second paragraph, and the Rif explains that it's dependent on whether we are concerned whether you say it in a haphazard manner or not. Rabbeinu Yonah infers from that, that obviously according to the Rif, the entire first paragraph is from the Torah. And that's why you cannot be seeming to do it in a lexicidal manner. Whereas the second paragraph is mid rabbana and chachamim weren't so And then now, now the rabbi Yona says something interesting: the the Since we saw the opinion of Shmuel that he holds that Kriyashma is only rabbinic. The sugya the Alma become a duchtu the kriyah Dorite. And we found many other suyas that seem to just imply that Kriyachma is from the Torah. Binyan Parashari Shana. So now says Rabbi Yochanan, I can make a whole mass nice salat. The first paragraph, and all the, the if you look at all the sources that we were quoting of those tanaim, we're talking about the first paragraph. Uh, sorry all of those you can find in the first paragraph so he says and everyone agrees on it it's not clear that the words of Shmuel have been refuted now it's not a completely neat doesn't solve all the problems but Rabbeinu Rabbeinu Yonah clearly is pasteling. Similar to, the or his name in the name of the riff, that the first paragraph is Minah Torah, and the second paragraph onwards is midrabanan. So according to the Rashma, the first pasuk is Midoraita, everything else is (coughs) midrabanan. According to Rabbeinu Yonah, and perhaps this is opinion of the riff, the first paragraph is Minah Torah, and everything else is the this is also the opinion the famous opinion of rashi we know the fa- the famous kashia of rashi uh, on the first death of of shas and that is that basically what what should we be reciting kriyachma the gemara says you have to recite kriyachma from when the stars come out right from when the time the khanim eats and the gemara learns out that that's from nightfall. and then rashi has a kashia he says but i live in europe and the Minag in Europe was that they used to Daven Maariv before Saitah Kochavim. So Rashi asks, how, do one, how does one fulfill one's obligation to recite Kriyat shema? He says like this, L'fichah ha kodem lachin. If one recites Kriyat Shema before Nahkbal, has not fulfilled his obligation. Lama Knesset. He says, I don't understand why, in uh, Mainz or wherever Rashi uh, lived. He lived in, uh, wherever he was from. So where from? You're on mute. Worms. Worms, worms. From uh, from worms. He says, we, we, we daven beforehand. We daven at four o'clock in the afternoon, whatever it was. In case, Korino, Lama Korinotam Bebet Knesset Kadei Lama Tzvila Torah. Ah, uh, we just recite Kriyat Shema just so that you know it's a good introduction to our Shmona Yisrael. The Achitam Yemabrach and the Brachot in the thats also written in the Yerushalmi. Says Rashi, one has an obligation to repeat it after Nachal. Over Kriyat Parashari Shana Shadam Korel Mitatto Yotzei. But the first paragraph that we say on Kriyat Shema Fulfills one's obligation clearly, according to Rashi, only the first paragraph is midoraita, everything else is midarabanan. Otherwise, what happened to paragraph number two and three? You should recite it also on Kriyashma Alamita. Okay, so now we've seen two opinions. According to the Rashva, it's also opinion of the Tur. The first Pasuk is Midoraita. According to Rabbeinu Yona, the Rif and Rashi, the first paragraph is Minatora. Now we find a third Shitta, and this is the Shitta of the Achroinim, starting with the Prechadash. The second paragraph is also Midorite. Shagas Arye uh, uh, rejects the opinion of the Prikhadash, and he says, the Enkriyatayah El-Medivris. Shagas Ariya does reign in on the Mechloket between the Rashva and Rashi and Rabbeinu yona and he passed in like Rashi and Rabbeinu yona that the entire first paragraph is from the Torah. However, we find another Acharon, surprisingly enough, Igrok Moshe, Rav Moshe Feinstein. Rav Moshe Feinstein wants to take on all of the previous rishanim and gadolim. Look at the the look at the the. Uh, uh, it's quite phenomenal, quite phenomenal. This uh, this igrot moishah. It's in our Chaim chelakayis. It's uh, siman dalit. The magen abraham says, says, according to the Talmud of Rabbeinu yonah, we have to recite the entire paragraph, first paragraph from the torah. That paragraph number two onwards is midraba. He says it's very strange. Via The Talmud of Rabbiona. Why is Rabbi Tam? Why is the magen V Ram like the Talmud of Rabbenyona? The Yatzah. The Khainu Barashi. And and says Rabbi Raboshabazya, I know this is also opinion of Rashi. But he says, I don't understand it. I don't understand why he's paskin like that. What's the difference between the mitzvah of Kriyat Shema and the mitzvah of Mezuzah? Now, let me just give you an understanding. We know that a Mezuzah, you have to write two parashiyot. Why do you have to write two parashiyot? Because both in the first paragraph of of Shema and in the second paragraph of Shema, it says, vdibartabam, and the Gemara learns out the fact that it repeats vdibartabam twice means that you have to write both paragraphs in a Mezuzah says Rabbeinu, says Rav Moshe Feinstein, ma'ishnami mezuzah t'zrikh lichtof partial. parashiyo, ha'chanami ke'van shekai v'dibar Bam al kriyat shema. If you tell me that I learned the Pasuk v'dibar Bam is referring to kriyat shema, and it's written twice, so surely that should be paragraph number one and paragraph number two, similar to the mitzvah of mezuzah. V'lo Torah, if we pasken, Against the Stabaya, and against Shmuel, we say, but Yibar refers to specifically Kriyach And it's mentioned in the first paragraph and the second paragraph. It says, Rav Moshe Fa'intzin, I don't understand why the second paragraph is in Minah So here's a phenomenal psaac. Rav Moshe didn't pass in that it's Minah but he wasn't afraid to be maksheh on Rashi and Rabbeinu Yonah and the Magen of Ram and said, guys, I don't know what's going on over here. According to how the, I the, understand the sugya, both the first paragraph and the second paragraph are mitzvah min ha-Torah. So that is the third shita. Again, I don't think, I, I don't think although you not the ralach al although you just left it as a tzareh um, riun. So so that is the third uh, opinion. I'll just mention the last Shita uh, uh, here, uh, the Rambam, and it's not so clear if the Rambam is a fourth Shita or not, but let, let's read it inside and then we'll discuss. The Rambam writes in Yilchok Kriyat Shema, pa'amayim b'chol yom korim kriyat shema be'erim v'um v'vokeh sholimah k'mecha you have to recite Kriyat Shema. kore, what does he have to recite? shalosh parshiyot eilu. Three paragraphs, shmavayim, shmavayom, shmavayom, and then he explains why you first say Kriyachma, because it's a tzibuy of the uniqueness and the, um, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? The unification or the oneness, unity of God. Yeah. Which is the Ikar. And then Vayayim Shamoah, which tells us about the mitzvot. Vachakach Pashat Tzitzit, where there it reminds us regarding all the other mitzvot. And he says like this: Even though mitzvah of tzitzit is not at night, Korinot abalayla, because of Yitziat Mitzrayim, we still repeat it because of Yitziat Mitzrayim. Mitzvah last year Yitziat Mitzrayim, but Yom Abalayla, Shneima, and there's mitzvah to remember uh, Yitziat Mitzrayim in day or night, as it says, the month is called Yom Secham, Eretz Mitzrayim, Kol Yemei Chayech. Who created Shalosh Parshiyot? Elu, I'll say the Zohi, and create creation. It sounds like, according to the Rambam, all three paragraphs are included in the mitzvah of Kriyachma. And it sounds like it could be Midoraita, which, by the way, could be a support for the opinion of Rav Moshe Faisi. Meaning, Rav Moshe Faisi maybe wasn't alone. Maybe his Nitlea Lilan Gadol, the Rambam. It sounds like one could read the, the simple reading of the Rambam, seems to imply that all three paragraphs are from the Torah. What's not clear from the Rambam is whether the third paragraph is a separate mitzvah or is it part of the mitzvah of Kriyachma. That's a bit of a discussion uh, that we don't have time to go into. So to summarize, we have seen that it's machloket. In today's year, we, we basically saw it's a machloket, whether the mitzvah of Kriyachma is from the Torah or Midr According to most sources in Shas, it seems that Kriyat is from the Torah. There's an opinion of Shmuel in Brachot Ha'af that says it's Midrabanan and Tosvot, Paskin like Shmuel. However, all the other Rishonim Paskin against Shmuel and the Halacha follows all the other opinions that Kriyat is from the Torah. However, now that we Paskin that Halacha follows, um, the Halacha is that Kriyat is the writer, it's not clear what that includes. We have the opinion of the, uh, the Rashba, the minimalist opinion of the Rashba, that it's only the first verse. We have the opinion of Rashi and Rabbeinu Yonah and the Rif that it's the first paragraph. We have the opinion of the pre and Rav Moshe Feinstein, that it's the first two paragraphs. And the opinion of the Rambam, which all three paragraphs seem to be Midorite. So those seems to be the, uh, the, the, the three different shitat. The Mishnah Brura, we don't have time to see it inside, but the Mishnah says all the Rishonim agree that the third paragraph is midoraita because it's a separate mitzvah of of zchirat mitzrayim. So, so, so one could say that the Rambam said mitzvah, paragraph one and two of bidoraita because of the mitzvah of kriyat Paragraph three is the mitzvah of zeichel Yetziat mitzrayim. That's one understanding of the Rambam. The other understanding of the Rambam is really in the third paragraph is a kiyom in Mitzvot Kriyachma. And that uh, we don't have time to, uh, I, I once gave a shir on the, the, the shit of the Rambam, why he thinks that the Mitzvah of chirat Yitziat mitraim is a kiyom in the Mitzvah of Kriyachma. But that perhaps we'll discuss uh, next, uh, next week. Hashem. Okay, thank you very much to everybody.